The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must eat America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must eat America back as liberty weeps. Our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. We are back, second hour of the National Intel Report. I'm your host, John Statman, are with you on this fifth day of August 2020. By the way, uh, you guys have been listening to Jeffrey Bennett. Uh, silver, not too many years ago, was at $2.50, and now it's at 25 Gold is over 2000 And David Hunter says these volatile sell-offs expected before $10,000 gold and $300 silver. <sighs> W in Texas. Hello. Yes. Um, first, I wanted to say the guy that spoke yesterday about uh, COVID and hydroxychloroquine, he was really, really great. And I was just wondering next time if you get him up there, if possible, you could open up the lines to talk with him as well because he has some great information. Well, I, I, only, I only have the guy on for an hour, and he's got so much information. He is the Liberty Beacon project that he writes for every day. And he does okay. he does not do a ton of interviews because the guy is busy. I mean, literally, W working eighteen hours a day, so he's kind of limited. So if I bring yeah, him on, okay. it, it's the same thing that har- happens with Harley Schlanger. There's a ton of people that want to talk to Harley, but Harley yeah. only only can spend an hour. Now I can either load him up with phone calls, or I can do a show and extract the information from him, or put out the information that they want to bring to the public's attention. It's kind of a sticky wicket, actually. Okay. Understood. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but real quick, but real quick though, uh, you know, speaking of African-Americans in Michigan, um, you know, the lady was the, um, the Michigan state legislature. She was a black Democrat. And, you know, she had, what was it? Uh, what's, what's the tick-borne illness she had? But anyway, she, got access to hydroxychloroquine uh, when Michigan was locking him down. And then uh, she thanked Trump, actually went to the White House, thanked Trump. And when she came back to Michigan, her own party, the Democratic Party, censured her. And I think they actually actively are going against her in the next election or whatnot. So, you know, it's, it's, you know as, as a black person myself, I just find it crazy that, you know, we have the answer. We have the answer in hydroxychloroquine and zinc, and it's just, Across the board, across races, across politics, yeah. you just have human beings that are just under this psych, psych warfare. I, I just don't get it. They just, they're just lost. 
Austin well, sauce. W, w it's really crazy. W, w where where are you at in Texas? I'm out here near Houston. I'm I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. What? Near outside of Houston. Outside of Houston. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you a question because I want to get your perspective on this one. Black Lives Matter. What do you think about that and what it's morphed into? Oh, man, that's a super deep one there. Well, it's... I mean, look... It, it is what it is. Look, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I just say it like this. You know, I'm... I am absolutely for civil rights. I'm absolutely for the Bill of Rights. I'm absolutely for equality and all that good stuff. I mean, I know the history of the U.S., and I think the thing about the history of the U.S. is that it's, it hasn't been perfect. No country has been perfect, but I think that we have gone a long way than a lot of other places in trying to live out the actual words that's in the Bill of Rights. Obviously, it wasn't written for black people. It wasn't written for Native Americans. Or written, it was written for rich land-owning white people originally. But over the course of the century, the course of the decades, uh, and, and, a lot and, of... Hold on here. You, you're probably having a hard time hearing me on, on your phone. Um, yeah, well, what the idea was, this was not just for rich land-owning people. Okay, first off, what that was designed to do is that rights are centered around property. That's the anchor in this country. And mm-hmm. their their thinking was that you had to have a stake in the game. You had to be a part of it. If you were a part of it, you were mm-hmm. going to naturally follow what's best for your own interests, not as a race, not as mm-hmm. an individual, but as a system of government. You know, and that's, mm-hmm. you know... I did you hear the video I did you did you hear the video I played yesterday where this black guy goes off and he says, Look, man, you know, I am not oppressed. I have never been oppressed in my life. I have done what I've wanted to do. I have freedom and liberty. I'm not walking around in this world as a perpetual victim status. I have done with my talent. In my ingenuity and in my energy, I've done for myself, and nobody has stood in my way. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't think I heard that. But Mike, I mean, can you dial that up for me? Do you know what uh, clip I'm talking about, Mike? I'm sorry. Yeah, it is. I'm sorry, W. Go ahead. So no, I just I just say this. Look, I, I know the history is is wild, but like all countries have had crazy history with subjugation, so on and so forth. I get it. My, my, my point is, to get to the point to answer your question, my point is that this country has a Bill of Rights that a lot of countries don't have. I think it's a perfect document, almost, the Bill of Rights. And I think that over the centuries, we have tried to make sure that more and more people can play a role and be covered by that. And so I think that is the journey we've been on. And so I think this country is great in that way that we've gone to that point. And, you know, people are trying to make it seem like they, they basically want to throw out the baby with the bathwater. They, they, the history is crazy, but they want to get rid of everything, it seems like. Well, and, and, so and, and, guess, and this is the cancel uh, culture. They look, right. they're, they're, not for, they're, they're, they're not for freedom and liberty. They don't understand what's driving what. They wouldn't know how to correct anything if they had to because they don't have the knowledge base. 
And what I'm getting real right. tired of is now it's becoming perfectly clear what Black Lives Matter is, who's heading it up, admitted Marxist. We can go back to the 30s with Antifa. We've done the tracking and tracing, and we've done the research. And we have told people that, mm-hmm. look, you know, I mean, it's one thing to claim oppression. But what is happening right now, this, this is a playbook right out of the Communist Manifesto. Uh, culture canceling, history canceling. We want everything wiped out of the schools. We want all the uh, statutes, whether the... I mean, for God's sakes, they're talking about pulling down Martin Luther King now because they want to wipe out all of America's history and start all over. Right. No, I, I get it. I totally get it. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, there, there, there is... I, I'll say this, too. There, there has been systematic racism. I mean, let's not deny that piece. But again, I make the point. This, this is my point: is that this country has struggled. Whoa, 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 Come on, man. Ho, 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 man. What, what do you mean? There's been systemic. Okay, but okay, you just you just made a statement that there's been systemic racism. That's the basis and the charge of Black Lives Matter. Where is it? No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm trying to make a point. Okay. My point is that I'm, I'm saying historically. We have struggled to get past that. That's what I'm saying. We we've, we've made strides. This country has made strides to to move past that. So everybody is covered underneath the underneath the Bill of Rights, underneath the Constitution. And to, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry being long winded. But look, as far as Black Lives Matter, yes, there is some elements to there. Not some it, elements. You know, Come on, man. Okay, Not well, yeah, some it, elements. It's been hijacked. <laughs> there, are, there, are, there are some. No doubt. No doubt. There are some There are some money, interest, international, whatever you want to call it, elements that are moving moving the pieces. No doubt. No doubt about it. And I think they've taken over the, the concept of, you know, trying to make sure that, you know, police brutality and so forth um, is not. Uh, so I'm losing my train of thought. They, they, police brutality, all those types of things, those things happen, but you're right. They have tried to take over the, the, um, the strides that we have taken, basically, um, if I'm making sense. Well, and, and, and W. My you, point is, I'm, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm happy to be American. I'm happy, I'm happy with my history. I love my African history. I love my European, you know, history. I, I love being a human being. At the end of the day, I like the U.S., and I want us to continue to have a Bill of Rights, the Constitution. And, you know, I think we can move forward, and I'm also 100% for hydroxychloroquine because I know you have they are trying to censor hydroxychloroquine. Okay, W, hold on here a second. Hold on. I have this clip that I want to play you, and then I want to get your comment on it, please. Go ahead, Mike, roll the clip. <laughs> Lady has not gone through anything. And she ain't been through no racism. Nobody's treated her bad. In a black neighborhood, black on black crime is real, and most of them are dying from black crimes. White people aren't doing anything to them. White people voted Barack Obama in for eight years. Eight years. Everything that the blacks could be crying about should have did it on his watch. And they didn't. I'm black, 52, I'm not oppressed. Ain't nobody oppressing me. America's more free than it's ever been. 
right. And every every Amen. black person know that. That's Amen. Right. So to keep listening to somebody make you think they going through this, some little young 19-year-old black person, they've been through this, they ain't been through nothing. That's they're right. creating it. They're creating a problem that does not exist, like they're talking about. Is there racism? Of course. But overall, do you understand how far we come? Huh? Yeah, do you understand how far we've come? We have now in America, white mothers and fathers are allowing their daughters to, to, to marry black folks. Y'all know this stuff that don't exist like it used to. Years ago, a white girl could have never, I'm married to a Caucasian woman, the most beautiful woman in the world. So all this talk about racism and all this, don't listen to it, it's a lie. They don't know who they're mad at. Remember, this started with George Floyd. It went from George Floyd to now it became the white people. Then it went from the white people. Now it's the whole system of America. They don't know what they're mad at. They don't know what they're bothered by. All we're saying, you guys, don't get caught up in the hype. It's all wrong. I am the happiest man. I'm one of the happiest men in the world. I'm one of the happiest, blessed men in the world. If you could see my life, I thank God. But that's what I told them. I'm not oppressed. The only people that's oppressed in this world is people that embrace being oppressed. If you want to complain about something, there's a million things to complain about. But why not be grateful at what you have? And this is what I say. If they're so bothered, why don't they leave and go to Africa and to another country? Pack your stuff, hold a crusade, because I think some of us will put money up and help you leave. That's enough. W, you've not heard that clip before? No, I, don't, I haven't heard that. No. Yeah. So my thoughts, uh, yeah. I mean, look, like I just said, there has been, like I said, like my point is we've made strides, and I think like he said, compared to what it used to be like, I think we've come a long way. And the point is to continue to try to, you know, be constitutional, try to protect everybody's rights, try to, you know, make sure we don't have, you know, things that disproportionately impact people, you know, um, just try to just, just, just be human, be constitutional. That's, that's that's really my point. Well, it, it, but you made yeah. a point. You made a point before about civil rights. Uh, this is the, right. the yeah. These are the wonderful the card carrying communist lawyers over at the ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union. This was mm-hmm. after the war, uh, the war between the states. Which, by the way, whether you subscribe to this or not, this was an issue of state states' rights. This thing with. Uh, the right to own slaves in the southern states, and the federal government doesn't have a right to tell us. This was part and parcel of a larger picture of the federal government dictating and mandating to the independent states, and they weren't having any of it. Slavery was on its way out. Slaves are a very bad way to conduct business because you're relying on human beings. Uh, The cotton gin, Whitney's cotton gin was coming in. There was mechanization coming in to more efficiently... Uh, machinery doesn't get sick. It, it doesn't take days off. 
You know, it, it, it's not you. Do, you don't have to feed machinery. You have to repair it every once in a while to maintain it. But that's it. Slavery in this country. People have been misled about it. They don't know where the slaves came from, and the black leaders that corralled people up and sold them uh, to a lot of Jewish concerns and shipping and other to bring them over to the United States. At one time, uh, subjugation and slavery was okay, but not in this only in this country, but other countries uh, as well. And look, yeah, Absolutely. have we come, have we come uh, to borrow from the old Virginia Slims 100 commercial? Yeah, baby, we've come a long way. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but here's my problem. Here, here's my problem. Special dispensation, African American, African American. Why? Uh-huh. Why? I mean, it's still, it's still. I mean, for me, I don't have a problem with that term because I mean that's still part of my culture. I mean, I well, am, no, 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 I you're missing W. Please, yeah. if we're going to have a conversation, let's have a conversation. Hyphenated. Right. I'm, I'm saying sti- I don't have a problem with that term. Okay. And it, it doesn't, and for me, let me let me just say this, it doesn't negate my Americanism. I mean, I'm, like I said, I am 100% happy to be an American. I love the Bill of Rights. I love the Constitution. I think they are an amazing document. Were they written by imperfect people? Of course. Every, no, there, there are no perfect people. And they, they did have, they, you, you could even argue that they were hypocrites because they were fighting against the British while enslaving black people and going against Native American. But you know what? That's history. You know, I don't have an issue with that. I'm going back to my point again, is that we've made strides. This country has made strides. No, we have been over backwards for blacks in this country. W, come on, man. I just, I'm saying, (laughs) I'm agreeing with you. We have made strides, man. I'm I'm all for that. And, you know, to to say African-American, that doesn't negate, for me, I'm just saying, speaking personally, that doesn't negate me being happy to be an American. I mean, I love it. I love being American. Yes, I would. I, okay, I mean, I think Africa okay, is Okay, W, great. you said that about 19 times now. You love being American, but here's the problem. You don't understand yeah. the mechanisms. You know, look, you. I don't I don't know how much you listen to this program, but the problems that black... Okay, well, then you've probably heard me say this, that whites in this, pro, in this country didn't necessarily dislike blacks because of their skin color. They didn't like their damn politics. And what you're seeing right now is the eventuality of this thing, this democracy that they're clinging to. Take a look at the major cities. Take a look at all these people that are now crying for help. They wouldn't know the Constitution from a roll of toilet paper. What we have in this country is an economic and cultural upheaval. And speaking of which, speaking of which, there people have been over backwards. Billions of dollars have been thrown into inner cities. But you're that's uh, yeah. not, hold on, not one dime is going to help anything if you don't have people that are willing to help themselves. Here, if in no this... No doubt, I mean, no doubt. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. All right, W, I thank you for your call. I thank you. I, uh... Well, John, we got to get uh, we got to get better in a communications department with people that won't get stuck off of their own thought. I had a lot I wanted to say, but W, keep listening to the network. Next week, I'm coming out. I'm an Italian American, and damn it, I've been depressed. By the way, W, 
You know what they used the Europeans in general used to call Sicilians? You know that little island off? They used to call them Italian niggers. Did you know that I was an Italian nigger? Hmm. Hey, honey, I'm home. I grabbed the newspaper on the way home. Look at all the news today. The newspaper? Don't you know that all you're going to get in the newspaper is propaganda, twisted news, and false information? Honey, this is a national newspaper. It has to be true. Ha! Huh. For some reason, a majority of the population believe anything the mainstream media tells them. The newspaper does not give out the important attention on what's happening to this country and news that affects our daily lives. Say, does that newspaper mention anything about the North American Union? No, not that I can see. I didn't think so. You need to go to www.newswithviews.com, where truth is more important than political correctness. That's www.newswithviews.com. Hey, don't throw that away. We can use that in the birdcage. Okay, move over. Let me start reading newswithviews.com. The truth? Read all about it at newswithviews.com. Newswithviews.com, where reality shatters illusion. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge. And knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. W, I got to commend you from calling uh, for calling in. Um, you hit a windmill over here. These are the kind of conversations that have to take place. I'm, I'm. You can't pick and choose the mantra. You know, I, I, I'm telling you. Please. 
you know, this this separate, but, you know, it used to be some people were saying, you know, well, okay, let's have separate but equal. Well, if you're separate, you're really not equal. But if if you're going to tell people that you're African-American, we don't, I, I don't run around calling myself Italian-American. The Irish in this country don't run around calling themselves Irish-American or German-American. They're American, period. And and this special classification, and, and this is not a slight, and I'm not trying to make an underhanded joke here, this tribalism that I see going on, whether, oh, I'm a Democrat and you're a Republican, no, therefore I'm not going to listen to you, or you're black and he's white, well, I'm not going to listen to you. There's, we have commonality here. And you did say, uh, the civil rights thing, you kind of dropped that civil rights thing because that was the fix that was put in in 1871 where the power people of the time wanted more more power concentrated in Washington, D.C. I wish you well, W. Please continue to listen to the network. And open up your mind and open up your heart. Well, let me go back to the callers here. I'm off on another screen. Andy in Texas. Oh, Andy. Well, hey, John. Uh, you know, um, wow. I mean, there's a whole lot to talk about. But i got to ask you something. Um, are you are you a... Uh, uh, are you a religious person, a spiritual person? What do you feel about what's going on in either of those realms, if you have any of that going on? Andy, you've been listening to this program for a while. You know I don't get into political, or I'm sorry, religious issues because you're going to confuse and confound and piss off somebody. I stay out no, of that. Was a, I stay. Yeah, it was just a basic question. I wasn't going to dive into it. Well, then why ask it? Well, because that gives me kind of some perspective as to, yeah, just a little bit that I wanted to say. It's not spiritual. It's not religious. It's just, I mean, it gives me an idea how you're going to react to what I want to say. Okay. Um, so now that we predetermined all that, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I mean, overall, what we're looking at is an entire different uh, world that we're looking at. I mean, everything has changed overnight, and this is a COVID-19 pre-free world, and we're all standing here wondering what's going on next, and there's a, there's a spiritual battle, there's a political battle, there's this battle, there's that battle. There's so many different avenues that we're pursuing here, and nobody knows how to win either one of them. And so we're all just up in the air. All I want to do is say to people that this is not a time to give up and it's not a time to just throw your stuff to the world and, and, and not have an idea what you're going to do. We've got to stand together here. I don't think it's going to happen, but we, we need to stand together here. And I, <laughs> I'm, I'm at a loss to be honest with you. Uh, John. I, I, I mean, I, I asked you a couple of weeks ago, have you had enough yet? And I'm well beyond having I can't take this anymore. I'm about ready to blow up. I'm about ready to grab my gun and go out with a bunch of my friends that I've been talking to, and we're about ready to do some stupid shit, which is not, excuse me, which is not going to 
make anything any better, but we're getting to that point. The People first person that responds with violence is the first person that has run out of answers for anything. And pick and choose your own battles, my friend. There's a lot of things that you can do, but what you're, what you're telling me and what I'm hearing is there's so many things going wrong that you don't know what to do. There's plenty to do. Pick a course, take a tact, and stick to it. Yeah, but John, it's just not happening quick enough. And just like anybody, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to run out and do something stupid. But it's just not happening quick enough. I mean, we found out that people are dumber than we thought. People are more. And, and how? And Andy, how did they get there? Cause and effect. It's been rooted out of them. This is not a system, a school system, that that prizes intelligence. That, uh, you know, the cream rises to the top, and what you do is you try to bring everybody. No, what they did is exactly the opposite. They thought, well, okay, let's lower the standards to base here, or below base, and make the people that want to strive and learn and, you know, reach out and really be creative. Let's stifle the hell out of them. The problem well, has make- the problem has been in this country since the 60s. The cultural change took place what, 60 years ago or better? There's cause and effect on this, my friend. Cause and effect. Andy, I got to run. The calls are piling up, and I haven't even got half the information. Be cool out there, brother. Be cool. Got you, my friend. All right. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Did you know that you can be tracked and traced when you're online? With identity theft and cybercrimes on the rise, your passwords, your identity, and even your physical location can be revealed to complete strangers. Would you like to surf the Internet anonymously and not have to worry about these threats? Well, now you can by visiting PatriotInternet.com. For about $2 per month, PatriotInternet.com will conceal your IP address and your physical location, allowing you to browse the web, send emails, and instant message anonymously. PatriotInternet.com will bypass filters, block sites, and keyword blocking. You can also bypass logging by your router and your ISP. With PatriotInternet.com, there is no software to install and uses 128-bit encryption for your protection. When using wireless hotspots, PatriotInternet.com shields your information from identity thieves and is compatible with Windows, Mac, and Linux. Protect your identity and your freedom with anonymous Internet access from PatriotInternet.com. Visit PatriotInternet.com today. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStreamLive is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Republic 
at 10 p.m. to enter the discussion to book yourself as a guest call our studio at 202-657-5715 or contact RBN staff remember keep it real and take the red pill extend your life with extendovite extendovite really works here are some reviews from amazon.com nikki great product have to try it for a few months to see results after taking extendovite for about six months i have noticed improvement on the numbness of my hands and wrists from carpal tunnel i will continue to buy the product ken peaks five out of five stars works as advertised this formula is very powerful be careful to follow directions. I am feeling much better. My heart rate and blood pressure has stabilized and my lower edema has reduced. Lower leg pain due to blood clots has disappeared. Thank you. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit our website at heartdrop.com. Extend your life with During the break, I was thinking about that story that I've shared with you people many times over the last 30 years. Implanting the seeds of racism based on what? Ignorance? And I've even called out my own mother for that. When I was in the fifth grade, out of a class of 33 kids... There was only one black kid in that class, and his name was Richard Sherman. And Richard was kind of a bookworm. He was a studious guy. And I was running into problems um, academically in that school, and there's stuff that I didn't understand. And the only guy that offered to help me was Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman, being black, brought him home one day. We're in the kitchen. My mom walks in. She calls me into the front room. And these are exact words. What's that nigger doing in our house? And I was just astounded. I said, what? You mean Richard? He's over here to help me with my homework. Well, I'm worried about what the neighbors will say. I had my taste of this selective type thinking when I was just a very, I was still a boy. And that stuck in my head all of those years. And when I look at a person, I don't see a color. I see actions. I see words. I see their thinking where it's coming from. I've gone past the pigmentation of a person's largest organ on their body, their skin. I'm tired of all of this. William in Orange Park, Florida. Hello, William. Hey, John. Hi. Uh, I've been listening to you for, like, many years, man, but I never called. It's the first time. that One caller that called up that kind of really <laughs> rubbed against my nerves and stuff. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm black, and I really, when someone say African-American, you know, I cringe because I'm American. Yeah. You know, if you want, and there's no such thing as a race called African-American. 
I mean, that's ridiculous. I, I don't even know who started or why. It just seemed to me like another way of um, separating people, isolating black people, actually, trying to make them think that they're not Americans, they're African Americans, you know, sub-American citizen and stuff. Well, and... and but and, I really like that tape. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the, guy, the guy is speaking from his heart. By the way, uh, since you're a first-time caller... William, I want to get I want to get your take on this one. Now you'll recognize the people in this short video clip. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead and play it. Black History Month, you find ridiculous. Why? You're going to relegate my history to a month? Oh, come well, on. What do you do with yours? What, which month is White History Month? <laughs> no, well, no, no, come on, tell me. Well, the, I'm Jewish. Okay, which I'm month sure. is Jewish History Month? Uh, there isn't one. Oh, oh, why not? Yeah. Do you want one? No, no, no. I, 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 I don't either. I don't want a Black History Month. Black history is American history. How are we going to get rid of racism? And stop still... talking about it. I'm going to stop calling you a white man. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you to stop calling me. A black man. I know you as Mike Wallace. You know me as Morgan Freeman. You want to say, well, I know this white guy named Mike Wallace. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. William? Yeah, I like that. Um... <laughs> now, now, hold on. Now, let's take this to extremes. If you and I were to meet, would you want me to view you as... A black person or do you perceive yourself as being a man and that's the way you want to be viewed as and that's the way you want to be looked upon and treated just as a man absolutely that's how I feel when I see people I don't look at race or anything not unless there's something that comes up you know I say oh man this guy's really racist but I find that as an exception I don't find that many I don't know I Maybe I'll walk a different, you know, path in life or something. But well, no, the, one th- no, the, have... the one thing you haven't done, William, you take responsibility for your life. You're not thinking yourself as being a perpetual victim and joining in the chorus of people that keep whining. I, I just, I, I, I don't, I don't know how, what else to do or what else to say. But this, this is building. You know, when the man said that, you know, what is an inner city kid, 19 years old, that's a dropout, that's hanging in the hood and joining gangs and, you know, all of this other stuff? What do they know of the world? They've not even taken part in it. They haven't even gotten an education. They have done nothing for self-discipline. I had a conversation with my now-dead son about school, and I said, look, I hated school. I was honest with him. told him, I said, look, I hated school. I didn't like it. I said, but you know the one thing that I didn't do? I resisted it, didn't take part in it. I said, what I'd like you to do is look at this as this is a requirement. The state requires it. Okay, you got to go to school. Don't waste your time. You're a smart kid. You can pull all A's if you want to without breaking a sweat. Just tell yourself it's something I got to do. It's not going to last forever. Let me get in there and get it done and get out. That was the best advice I ever gave him. You know, I, I just, ah, oh God, Bill, I, I just, I, I, I don't know. 
And this, it's stoking the, here again we go, with racism. Who's being racist here? Who? <laughs> God. Yeah, well, I know who's being racist. To be quite honest with you, I don't, I don't take any pride in saying this, but I find that um, black people I talk to are more racist than any white, most white people that I come across. Well, uh, they've been taught to hate white, you know, the crackers. You know, we've been told to look at you people as being niggers, and we're crackers. And you know what? If you yourself want to take avail yourself of the advantage. Uh, you know, what's the American dream? Own a house, have a family, you know, enjoy month-long vacations, really enjoy life, extract what you need from it, and use it to your end, because you only got one life. Before you got to skip out of here, it's a short, it's a short stay, right. and then you got to shuffle off this mortal coil. My God, Bill, I, I'm, I, I'm seeing racism on a scale that I have never seen before, and this is what they're using for the cultural shift and the governmental shift in this country. They truly do want a democracy, but they don't want, to, they don't want one based on real equity, honesty, freedom, and liberty. No, 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 none of that. They want the very government that caused most of these problems to go in there and straighten it out. <laughs> God. <laughs> well, you know, it's, a lot of that comes from the education system that we have here, too. I think, you know, they don't really want people to be educated and knowledgeable. You know, the dumber they are, they can, they can dumb us down, the more control they have over us. And that's one reason why they have so much control over a, a lot of the blacks that are rioting and all that stuff now, because they think that they are victims. They've been raised that way their whole lives. And, you know, unfortunately, there's so much uh, illegitimacy with us now. It wasn't ever like that back in the 50s. And 40, this is somewhat of a new occurrence with all these unwed mothers and all. Then it came up with this uh, war against poverty and started saying that a, a man can't be in the house and yeah. collect some social, what is it, welfare and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, you're, you're, um, you're, yeah, you get more money per child, and if you got another income earner in a house, you don't get all that money. So you just, you just boot the father of your children. The very basis, by the way, Bill, of this country, it's the family. Family right. first, mother, father, children. You do your best to educate them. You do your best to protect them. You do your best to educate them as best as you can to get them ready to go out in the world. And these kids are coming into a world of crap, and they are disadvantaged right out of the chute. But nobody is speaking to them in those terms that, look, you know, with risk, I'm comes great reward. You gotta risk being accountable. You gotta risk doing the right thing. Well that that's the the bottom line, I think the problem with uh, the whole thing with black people and stuff today is that they don't have any family. They don't have role models or anything um for to lead as an example. You know, I had a good family. I have all of the American dream, the vacation, the house and all the rest of the good stuff I have. Excellent paying job. I just recently retired, but um, but it comes from family. I think more than anything else, uh, the it, black family yeah. has failed us. Yeah, it, it, it's the environment in which you. It's the environment from which you come from. You know that's right. that's supposed to be the model and supposed to set you on a course to get as most out of this very short life that you can. Bill, I, I got to let you go. I thank you. You've been listening for how long? Oh, 
since I'd say probably 2005 or so. Okay, so you've been around a while, and this is the first time <laughs> yeah. you've called in. Yes, I have. All right. Because I just got rubbed the wrong way when I <laughs> call. I had to comment on it. Well, I really like that clip that you uh, you uh, played for him, though. I thought that was excellent. You know, I, one of my favorite actors, um, and, and gosh, you know, is this racist for saying this? Is Morgan Freeman? <laughs> is Denzel oh, Washington? Yeah. Denzel Washington walked with such a pride and confidence that he was irresistible. He became a box office star. My God, a black man pulling in millions of dollars for the Hollywood producers? Who would have thought? Wow. Right? Yeah. Hey, Bill, i got to let you go, but thank you very much for the call. Oh, my pleasure. Take care. I appreciate it. Ah, gosh. Can I have 50 more calls like that, please? We'll just kick everybody off the network for the next five hours, Mike. We'll run to midnight. <laughs> Ken in New York. Hello, Ken. Hi, John. Hi. Um, I have an example of systemic racism. What about the English, what they did to the Irish for what? Uh, the eighteen, Probably earlier than the 1830s through the 1860s. Irish and dogs need not apply. I mean... Boy, if there was an example, I'm only half Irish, I'm also half Italian. Uh-oh. You but, forgot uh, the German part. You know, I'm a half uh, Italian, a quarter German, and quarter Irish, and I'll tell you what, if you want to talk about volatile, that German and Irish part of me? <laughs> no, I, I don't really have it. I mean, I'm not demanding, uh, uh, um, you know, any kind of uh, retro payment or any kind of... Uh, a compensation for past, uh, I had nothing to do with it. I don't know anything about it. I'm not happy it happened, but there's nothing I can do about it. Well, and you're, I mean, there are some things where you have to move on. Well, and uh, of course, in New York, uh, Lady Liberty up there, she's invited a lot of people in, including the Irish and the Germans, and look how they were treated in New York. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I heard that Emma Lazarus was actually some kind of a communist or something. Well, don't give me another rabbit hole to dive down because we're almost oh, no, no, we're almost no, out of time no. I, here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then the uh, and the Italians. Uh, my sister was trying to make a point one time. I'm not sure what the point was, but she showed a bunch of uh, small Italians, like little people. So I I tend to think that by the look, they were from the Sicilian. And uh, I I. I wrote back to her and I said, you know something, these people were, uh, you're trying to make a point with them, but did you notice that they're all, uh, despite the fact that they just came here, they're all sitting on uh, orange crates and uh, they were posing for a picture. Each one of them had a crisp shirt on and they were well-dressed and their mustaches were trimmed. They must have had a happy family uh, come along with them or uh, they certainly took care of themselves. Pride, pride, they were, they were concerned about- pride in appearance is, is not race-specific. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I know, but it was just a, it was because she was trying to make some kind of a point. Um, I don't know something, yeah. right. but uh, I think I think what we need to keep our eye on is that the people that are trying to fracture us are God's errant children. I'll call them errant children now because there are God's children that are they're, good. They're, they're they're not rooted. And, they're not rooted in any principle. They're not rooted in anything, and that's part of the problem. You know, it, right. it, it, it's one thing to be against something, but it's also to be for something. 
You know, and and yes. and, and, and I'm, not, I'm not seeing it. Can I hate to do this, but I got to keep moving sure, because sure. there's there's a clip that I I want to play Goodbye. here before we get out of here today. Thanks, Ken. Good night. Good night. Chris in California got about two minutes, my friend. Uh, hi, John. Uh, you know, I, I I like the term. I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna be with hyphenated Americans and use that terminology, I think it was George Putnam that nailed it. Remember old George Putnam? He 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 said, uh, "Okay, you're 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 uh, you're, you're not an African hyphen American, uh, or you're not a, a Mexican hyphen American. You got to go that route. Call yourself an American of 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 uh, uh, of Mexican descent, or, right. a, or an American yeah. of of African descent." But you live in America. Which, put the American first, which makes you Otherwise, American. Whatever you, yeah, whatever you put first, go there and live there. That, I, that's all I want to say. I agree, and and of course we got Lenny. Lenny, less than two minutes, go, and then no more calls. You call uh, yeah. in, we'll just put you on hold forever and ever. Amen. I appreciate it. Listen, I'll just give you a headline. Uh, with with a photo of Chucky the Smucky Schumer and Nancy the Loco Pelosi, uh, and it says Democrats, quote unquote, white supremacist scam is working. Does that speak to what you're saying today, Mister Step Miller? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> what, what now? What? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. We're running out of time here. Okay. Yeah. So you know. To the question, I, the question you you put to the gentleman uh, from Texas, uh, out of Houston or whatever, I would just say this: If you want to know the difference between the '60s, even though it was a Marxist communist thing, they did use Martin Luther King, but then he got real religion, and then they had to do away with him. Okay, and and a lot of people sold him out, including Jesse Jackson. Yeah. All right. Uh, but with that being said, if you want to take a look at and the difference between then and now, the people now, I, I saw gay gay and lesbian people twerking before the police and, and just, you know, just acting like a bunch of freaking baboons. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a racist term. No, no, I But you. you look at the 60s, and those people were actually lynched in suit and ties. They protested in suit and ties. There's dignity. There's no dignity in the Black Lives Movement. Well, and, and, and just real quick, yeah, go ahead. Real quick, just Be- just Bezos said the other day, what we need is a much, uh, what we need is a much needed reckon uh, race reckoning. That was after he testified before Congress. My thing is, who are you going to fight, Mister Bezos? Since yeah. the last fight, you looked like you had was with a a, a bag of marshmallows, and it looked like you lost that. <laughs> so the point is, they want us, they want to usurp you, but they want to use us to do it. And that's it, all I got. Thank Lenny, you. that's a perfect point. I appreciate the call. I, I've told people for a number of years, we've got a good cross-section cross of America listens to this program. And it's black, it's white, it's Hispanic, it's cops, it's lawyers. It's the candlestick maker and the baker. They're looking for one thing. They're looking for peace. They're looking for freedom. They're looking for liberty. And that lies in the truth. Do you have the nerve to speak the truth? 
Let me play this clip for you. You people up in Michigan, I started ragging on you. Well, I'm sure you know of Tammy Clark and Kristen Megan, and this is their website. Bookmark this one. If you're in Michigan, StandUpMichigan.com. Here's the short seven-minute presentation. So Kristen and I are just going to have a conversation. We're very familiar with the whole mask conversation. It really hits kind of near and dear to both of our hearts, which is why we're paying very close attention to all of this, and we are very concerned as environmental health and safety professionals. Um, so I've also got a lot of medical training. Kristen and I were talking. I said, you know, one of the comments was everybody's like, what's your credentials? You know, of course, as soon as you start talking, they start they start challenging you like you don't know what you're talking about or we're some rogue scientist or something. So um, I've got a lot of medical and construction environmental health and safety credentials as well. Honestly, just my work in the construction environment is what has really allowed me to get down and dirty in the world of pathogens and hazardous chemicals and, and testing Sorry. and all of that. So um, hazardous materials technician, uh, emergency care technician. Um, I've been an instructor, uh, medical instructor with outdoor emergency care and all of that kind of thing. So let's talk about masks. All right, so what do we know about this virus to begin with? Because this is really all about COVID-19 and it's really all about the coronavirus. So what do we know about this? We have to talk about what we know about before we can talk about what we don't know about, right? So what do we know about the coronavirus? Well, we know that this particular virus is incredibly, incredibly tiny. It is a viron that is part of the classification of coronaviruses. There are a lot of coronaviruses out there. Uh, this is a, a novel virus. So this is, when, when we say this is a novel virus, what that means in virology is that this is a strain of the virus that we have never seen before. Um, and this actually goes back to some chimeric research. If you don't understand that, you can look it up. Um, chimeric research that the virus itself has been intentionally genetically modified and engineered with another strain of another virus. So it's part of the SARS vi uh, virus family, but it has been, uh, it's a chimerically altered virus. So we, we consider it to be a novel virus, which is why we don't know a whole lot about it um, yet. So what we do know, though, is that it is so tiny that it's, it's between 0 0.06 microns and 0.125 microns. So what that means when it comes to masks and the homemade cloth masks in particular is really the hot topic that we want to address. Um, they do literally nothing to protect you from disease transmission. Okay, so everybody talks about mask up to protect your neighbors so you don't kill grandma, all that kind of thing. This is what you're hearing from people. Well, what you need to understand from a virology perspective is that that mask is not protecting anybody around you at all from the expiration of this pathogen to those around you. So I'm a military veteran and um, when I was in the Air Force, I worked in um, a job called bioenvironmental engineering. And between my time of nine years on active duty and all my years since 2010 working in private industry, I've conducted well over 10,000 fit tests on respirators and different types of masks. My experience in seeing people fit tested failing wasn't just because of, um, well, when you get fit tested, there's two different ways to get fit tested. There's qualitative fit, tested, fit testing and there's quantitative fit testing. And the most common is quantitative. So basically, when you're seeing all these tests done on YouTube where people are using pulse oximeters and things like that, that measures hemoglobin and um, oxygen um, saturation, 
Well, to actually properly detect, like you may have seen on Dell Bigtree's video from the high wire, is that in order to gauge the amount of oxygen or the, um, the off balance of allowed gaseous exchange rates within the mask, when you get fit tested, there's a little port that goes to your mask that can not only measure the, the air inside the mask, but what's in the outside ambient air. And basically when you're getting fit tested in the workplace, it's a calculation within the machine that's determining, can you perform certain physical movements, talking based on your weight, not having facial hair. There's a lot of different situations in which you have to be aligned with to pass the fit test. I've seen people faint during fit tests. I've seen people mm -hmm. get lightheaded. I've seen people um, tell me, whoa, whoa, I need to sit down. Mm -hmm. So I have a lot of experience in understanding the limitations usage, training, all of that. Proper cleaning, decon, donning means to put on a mask, doffing needs, means to remove the mask. And the problem is, is that all of this data, what you're seeing, and that's why we have joined forces, thankfully we've networked on social media, is that there's so many issues. So what we're trained to do in a work environment through federal regulations, through OSHA, is not what we're seeing at the hands of our governor. We just have this blanket mask mandate. And the issue with that is we're not following any other protocols. So if we have this science, in the workplace saying, hey, you fill out this medical questionnaire, and if you have things like claustrophobia, anxiety, PTSD, um, kidney issues, history of a stroke, history of a cancer, certain genetic factors can trigger you to need a further evaluation, and there's a pulmonary test, there's a huge function test in order to approve you to wear a mask. See, mask wearing and respirator wearing is not just what is your personal medical history. It, it is mostly involved in what will you be doing while you're wearing the mask. Are you working in a confined space? Are you working in hot environments, cold environments? And also, what else are you wearing? Are you wearing other forms of PPE? And while this all really ties into the workplace, the workplace is impacted by this mandate, but so is it for the private citizen. Because when you just tell someone to slap on a mask, you don't know any of their medical histories and you don't know the conditions in which they're wearing the mask and you don't understand what they may be doing, whether this is a parent with multiple kids snapping them in and out of car seats, whether someone is overweight, whether they have um, skin conditions, you can get maskne, which is a socially acceptable term for a, a type of dermatitis that actually, if you get in the workplace, isn't OSHA recordable. This is why we wanted to get together and talk about this because the whole mask usage, there are so many guidelines you must follow. And Okay, we're running out of time here. Their website, StandUpMichigan.com, they got 99,000 followers on Facebook. They haven't been to platformed yet. 21,000 on YouTube and 58,000 in their Facebook groups and growing. And to William in Florida, Lenny in California, W in Texas, and everybody else, stand by me and I will stand by you. There's something that we do have in common. And that's to love this life, live it to its fullest, and not let anything bad happen to my fellow Americans, regardless of the color of your skin. Whew. Tomorrow, Mark Anderson will be filling in for me. He's got a special guest. I will see you back here Friday. Thank you so much, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, J.R. Moore here. We have a special promotion going on at Republic Broadcasting. This is a fundraiser for Republic Broadcasting involving the Energy Planner. Mail me a postcard. My address is at my website at thelibertyman.com. We pick a postcard every other Thursday. When your postcard is drawn out, you get to buy an Energy Planner for $215 instead of $285, $70 discount. $200 goes to Republic Broadcasting. You also get a 10% 
discount on my mattress pads. So get those postcards in, put your name, your telephone number, your email address on there, and when your postcard is drawn, you get to get an energy cleaner for $215 instead of $285. Mattress pads, 10% off. Help us out at Republic Broadcasting and help yourself to get an energy cleaner at a deep discount. It's a win-win situation for everybody. We hope you can get these postcards in soon. Thank you very much. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.